3: Which we burn down everything BBE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever podcast app you use. And of course, twitch.tv slash Up Next Podcast. Hello, Twitch Room. Hello, Twitch Room. Yes, Braden and Davey the BDE we are your NXT friends friends and we'll always be your NXT friends and tonight is the biggest night in NXT history the biggest one ever yes NXT
2: black and gold against NXT 2.0 yeah and uh
3: yeah bit of a mixed bag here it's the biggest it's it's all the stakes because we could if NXT black and gold win it goes back right Way uh, I,
2: I guess, yeah, it's, right. It's uh, right. it's like the Alliance versus WWF, right? It's yeah. just like
3: that. Well, they didn't win, <laughs> so it's not going back to that, yeah. Uh, this is the first ever TakeOver non TakeOver since like before they even did TakeOvers. This is just called NXT War. yeah. What,
2: what was the last one we had? 36 TakeOver 36,
3: yeah. was that it? I guess they got tired of naming it, mm. which it seemed they seemed started to get lazy once they started doing
2: that. Well, they <laughs> didn't go to any towns, so they couldn't really call True. it. NXT Florida every week,
3: could they? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, it's NXT War Games, and we're going to talk all about it. Yes, we do this every Tuesday. We record Up Next. We watch NXT on Tuesday nights, and then we go live on Twitch at 10.15 p.m. Eastern Time, and we record Up Next where you can listen to the podcast. So anyone in the Twitch room who's like, yo, I'm, I'm tired, I'm going to sleep, well, the podcast, of course, is where you find your podcast. Yeah.
2: Well, thank you for joining us earlier. Yeah. See ya
3: if you are one of those people because we did do our live watch along. We did. Show. We were hanging out watching war games on the Twitch as well. So that was that was a lot of love, fun as well. We love new listeners, old listeners. They were all coming together to watch some NXT. It felt like old times again.
2: Yeah, we had a busy room tonight. It was yeah. good.
3: A, lo- a lot of people returning after a bit of a hiatus. Yeah. Um, and I mean, there's a lots of like news going around what this show is. A lot of people, you know, contracts and wrestlers leaving and, and all that stuff definitely will play into uh, a lot of the stuff into the show and possibly going forward, maybe even on Tuesday night. Uh, for any updates of all the stuff at Up Next Podcast on Twitter go give us a follow and all the likes and our are appreciated because uh, we'll be following all the stuff if your favorite NXT wrestlers just up and leave us and go on to other places possibly I don't know I'm in a good mood I want a PS5 because uh, I follow Bray Wyatt on, <laughs> on Twitter Wyndham Rotunda gave you a PS5 did he? Wyndham I want a PS5 I, he tweeted out hey who wants one I was like yo I sure So it's coming in the mail, hopefully. I just had to give my credit card information (laughs) and SIN number, but I think I'm fine.
2: Yeah, I love how uh, uh, people are like, oh, Bray Wyatt's been hacked. Maybe he wasn't. Maybe it's just like, you know, Undertaker retired and then started hanging out with Tigers and just doing everything. Kevin Hart? Yeah, exactly. So maybe uh, Limp Biscuit wasn't he as well? Was he with them? No, Uh, Pitbull, wasn't it? It was
3: Pitbull he was with. Limp Biscuit would make more sense.
2: <laughs> Limp Bizkit would make more sense. Uh, but yeah, I guess he's just uh his thing now. So Wyndham, was now. Wind- yeah, yeah. Wyndham just So you're saying I didn't win a PS5. <laughs> well, he's, he hasn't shown up on any wrestling show, so I think he's just yeah, doing some new- <laughs> shady,
3: shady shit on the side. Our <laughs> Wyndham. I don't know. I thought he was in the War Games match later on tonight, but <laughs> we'll talk about that because someone looked like they dressed like him. Uh, yeah, I mean, the big story tonight going in, though, is Johnny Gargano. Um, there's there's talk that tonight was his final hurrah. Mm. And he was posting pictures. There was Champa posting pictures. There was like all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, Champa
2: posted like, if this is the last time I'm sharing the ring with you, it's been an honor. Something like that with all pictures from their, right. their rivalry and their,
3: their time as DIY. Yeah, uh, we also had a glorious bomb. Mm. Remember those? Yeah, go look at their socials if you haven't seen it. It's when they used to have Bobby Roode yep. in NXT and they would play his music and then just show up so they have one with Pete and LA Knight for their match tonight which definitely got a pop from me that's how I knew I'm like this guy's gone he's leaving
2: yeah and it felt um, definitely with his entrance tonight it felt like that was you didn't have the post-match thank you Johnny but uh, I guess it wouldn't have served the story particularly tonight but definitely yeah. seemed to say their goodbye at the beginning of the match whether it's uh, whether I mean as of now it, it sounds like he's not signed uh, he's not re-signed But there are still a few days where he could do. Um, But I think either way, this is it for him on NXT.
3: Yeah, um, just on Twitter, some people are saying that Johnny may have cut a promo or something. Because they said, Tuesday night, Johnny will tell all. Okay. Don't know what that means. But maybe that's him being like, I'm going to Monday Night Raw!
2: (laughs) Yeah, I I feel his time in NXT is done. Either way, I think he's either main roster bound or, or leaving. But I think... Possibly, if he's talking on Tuesday, might indicate that he's he's not leaving the company. Perhaps.
3: Yeah, uh, I would I would like to see him kind of wrestle other people, but I think definitely, most definitely, NXT time is done. done for, yeah. h- for him. Um, but he also uh, posted photos that Candice LeRae. It's the first time she's not going to be in a War Games match since they had. She's been in all the True. women's. Yeah. So in honor, he is going to be wearing his Candice LeRae socks. For His match tonight, so oh, are they under the boots? Yeah, I guess. so that's that's just true love, right there. He had a lot going on with his gear tonight, he did, including we'll, Candice socks. Yeah, we'll yeah. get to it down the line, but yeah, uh, also, we, we already we lost Scotty to as a trainer here. I know in 2.0, but we also are losing Beth Phoenix, yeah, Aunt Bethany. She's leaving, she's leaving NXT, she's got to get ready for that she's match. She's just against- leaving her kid Vic with dad now. <laughs> 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 I'm moving on that's
2: what they now That now they're doing like casual Sundays and casual Tuesdays at NXT 2.0 yeah it definitely looked like mom and dad Beth and uh, Wade made an effort tonight and and their kid Vic tried to red t-shirt with this
3: cool new jacket, jacket and yeah, from Target yeah very
2: flashy well she's leaving them <laughs> she's leaving yeah she's um,
3: gotta get ready for her Wrestlemania tag team mixed match challenge Miz and, and Maurice.
2: her and Edge against Miz and Maurice. yeah yeah makes sense sure. um yeah, uh, so. what, what do you see happening with uh, Beth saying she's not leaving the company but just wants to spend more time with her family and she's been with NXT for a good few years now, uh, mm-hmm. she did that May Young Classic as well um, and I think she's someone who really grew into the role, um, do you see them sticking with
3: just Wade and Vic moving forwards? Who do you see like the third person being? True. Um you could just leave it with Vic and Wade. I don't know why sometimes there's three people, mm. but it can get a little crazy. But I you know what? We 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 are always honest on doing these shows. We've done up next for a while. When Beth first came in, like yeah, there was some like rough patches and stuff. And we like to tease her and when especially the most difficult the most part, difficult of, the
2: part of the ring, the <laughs> hardest
3: part. part of the ring, yeah. Um but she definitely like stepped up. She's mm. she's gotten really good. And I think it's also depending who like your dance partner is, who you're doing. So like to bounce off a Beth with Wade, mm. where he always used the tens to lean like heelish. Yeah. I think they together. work well together. Yeah. And I think like the Dexter Loomis,
2: Indie Hartwell stuff, I think she was actually pretty key in getting that story over as well with her right. commentary for that and for her sure. enthusiasm for the couple. Um, but yeah, I'd be interested to see if they have someone, uh, someone replace her. Cause I, uh, NXT is, is kind of developmental and we've seen that with true. commentary as much as we've seen it with the
3: wrestlers uh, that they might want to kind of groom someone in that role yeah yeah that's true yeah who would you want to see uh, as these commentators let us know i'm sure they'll they, maybe they will put someone in that position to to be with vic and wade but i guess going forward we'll be seeing tuesday night at what the changes. if it's just those two for for now mm. but pouring out for beth not leaving wwe but Leaving us, gonna wrestle. Again. Us. I think she's gonna wrestle again.
2: Yeah, yeah. I can see her wanting to team with Edge now that Edge is is back, and and yeah, the fact that he's starting a feud with Miz, that does make sense down the line. Yeah. Maybe maybe not Mania, but Rumble. Like if you do it in January, but right, I probably Mania. <laughs> you think you think Edge and Miz
3: are gonna feud for four months? <laughs> it's WWE man. That sounds I awful. Know. That's how long Survivor Series felt when we watched it the other week. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I don't like how Survivor Series. We have, we're in Canada. We have the network, and we use that service. And there's so many random vignettes that they play. And it turns out it's because Peacock has ads. Yeah, it sucks. So it sucks. It's, we Peacock, could have been out of here. Peacock's
2: by now. been around for a a while now, and it's just been since Survivor Series where I've really noticed they must have upped the advertisements yeah. on it because it was so much in Survivor Series. I hated that show it. felt so long. And TakeOver, where it's, okay, sorry, don't call it a TakeOver, but these five-match NXT cards, they've always been really snappy. You kind Mm. of have one match, and it pretty much goes right into the next one, or you have a brief who's in the front row of NXT or a brief promo backstage. But the show TakeOvers have always felt really swift. Um, and definitely these these fucking peacock ads and it's like, just repeating why? vignettes we've seen
3: really like just drag the pace of yeah. the show down a lot. It makes me just go ah, I don't even know if I want to watch the rest of this. Like just so so much of it, it's annoying. Yeah, it is. It's more annoying than TV. Mm. <laughs> this felt, by the way, right up the top. This could have been a TV special. This whole thing felt like a TV special. This pay per view. It's not a takeover. It had spots and matches where guys were like. It felt like, okay, NXT rolls on, mm. but they, they didn't say it. It felt like it could have just been a two-hour with ads or limited, whatever. It just it felt like that. And they did promote that uh, to go head-to-head with Wrestle Kingdom. New Year's Evil will be coming but It won't back. be head-to-head.
2: Oh, yeah, <laughs> Same, yeah. day, Same day, but a lot of hours. But, uh,
3: yeah, T- uh, Tuesday, January the 4th, New Year's Evil. Mm. And uh, we presume that that's going to be Champa versus... Chamber and breaker, I'd imagine. Yeah, maybe, maybe, possibly. Well, let's get into some war games. It's not quite war games this year because Regal never said it. He didn't say it last year. He didn't say it last no.
2: year. No. The fuck. I, re- I remember there was Regal Gate last year as well.
3: Hmm. Did
2: he like? I think it, I it? think he did something on Twitter, but he, he did, didn't. Yeah. He
3: didn't announce it. Get TikTok or something. Mm. Yeah. Uh, well, war games has come. It's time for war. And we start off with a War Games matchup. It is the women's War Games match. It is Toxic Attraction, meaning Mandy Rose, Gigi Dolan, and JC Jane, and Dakota Kai versus Raquel Gonzalez, Cora Jade, Io Shirai, and Kaylee Ray. Yeah, Kaylee Ray with her Loch Ness-inspired... Uh, St. Andrew's Day gear, yeah. Yeah, she clearly loves... Uh, she knew St. Andrew's Day recently. We're celebrating. Maybe she'll be watching Castle We've Christmas. still not recovered from St. Andrew's Day. No, we, yeah. went hard, we went hard on St. Andrew's Day. Yeah, Kaylee Ray is going to start off the match, and she starts off with... Is it Dakota? It's Dakota Kai, Who yeah. we just watched them in... In a the ladder match.
2: Pretty awesome ladder match. Yeah, we've seen them do this before. And, and I, I really think this format works in having the two, like, probably best technical wrestlers start it who've been having a feud. We saw this last year with Pete and Kyle, who really carried the the beginning of that War Games match, who've been feuding. And I think they even had the the ladder match for advantage last year. And then even later tonight, Carmelo and Gargano starting things off where we didn't see the singles match but they've had a feud for a while I think these were the right two to kick things off and had a really nice start to the match actually
3: yeah so Dakota and, and Jay- Kaylee Ray are starting I should tell you that the, the rest of the team are in cages like in the back of the crowd like almost where the perches yeah. were or whatever but it's like one cage there shark cage there shout out shark cages best match ever shark cage available last July on our Patreon <laughs> yeah shark yeah. cage matches out, yeah you never know this could be part of it they're in the shark cages here uh and they're all just hanging out i like the the cage cam where, where you where you're seeing how they're like strategizing and trying to get
2: out of the cage
3: before. yeah especially when it cuts to toxic attraction strategizing i was like oh that look that's a great shot they were strategizing well uh, yeah yeah very well on which which shirts they're gonna wear to go to war <laughs> in yeah We start off Dakota and Kaylee Ray. There's kendo sticks and using the cage a lot, like Kaylee's throwing her face first into it. Uh, Dakota sets up kendo sticks. There are two rings here, so the kendo sticks are like side by side on the, the ropes connecting. It's almost like Bailey in that Sasha Banks match where she just kept trying to use those damn kendo sticks. Yeah. This at least ended up becoming an actual spot where Kaylee slams her on them, which looked like it was like a gourd buster. Uh, Cora Jade is the next in to come in. She's got a big skateboard now. Yeah. Not just this little kick, little tiny little thing. It's She's going to war. She rides on it for a total of 0.8 seconds. For her entrance, yeah. And then picks it up and then comes down to the ring. Uh, she comes in there, and now it's it's Kaylee Ray, who is the babyface, and Cora Jade, who is also the babyface, start beating down on Dakota Kai, and the crowd instantly turns on the match and boos both Cora and Kaylee Ray. Yeah, this they did this last year in the Women's War Games where the babyfaces
2: started, and I know it's cliche to have the heels start, but it's because it works. You you always need the babyface in peril, and this felt the the crowd it. It checked them out. They didn't really know yeah. who to cheer for. Because Dakota is a an NXT favorite. Regular. Heel or babyface. She's been there so long. Uh, the, like, CWC love her. And then to have these two babyfaces who we're not as familiar with beating down on Dakota felt very backwards. Um, and definitely, like, just made the the match feel a bit
3: weird for quite a bit. Yeah, it was a little weird. Well... They're beating down on Dakota, who again is supposed to be the heel here, but the crowd don't like it. Um, they they continue to beat her up and just gain this advantage in, and finally Gigi Dolan is next to come in. But again, she's meant to be the bad guy, but they're cheering because they're like, "Yo, save, she's gonna help Dakota save Dakota. She's ready for war. White tank top, like." what the braids she's looking like uh, Cadet Kelly or something I don't know she comes in she starts beating them up there's a crazy spot where Gigi's just on fire she hits like a fast German suplex and then running pump kicks in the corner yeah both her and Dakota are um, are doing like their halluva kick kind of thing yeah. in the corner yeah. at the same time look really cool yeah Gigi does them really nice as well uh, this is when there's weapons being brought in too because everyone seems to bring in weapons when they bring come into the ring so there's chairs and trash cans we get Kaylee Ray doing a Kaylee Ray bomb on one of them Sorry, I think it's Gigi who's in the trash can and then does the move on to Dakota, who did not want to take this move, who just puts her hands put out. Her hands right Completely out, barely landed on the Yeah, it trash didn't can. make any impact on the trash can. And these things are probably like tinfoil or something, but it didn't, <laughs> didn't look too good. Io finally comes in. She saw people were using trash cans and were like, hold my beer. She comes in. She goes for the trash can, but gets kicked by Dakota Kai to finally the crowd booing Dakota here. Um, there's then this spot where she tried yeah EO is much needed at this point um, yeah. she really injected
2: a lot of energy into the match and the crowd like love EO as well so definitely got back on the baby faces side with EO coming in
3: uh, there's a spot where there's a little bit in between the rings and it looked like they were trying to go Dakota goes for like a Rana or maybe it was a Cora Jade, it's Cora Jade hits the Rana on Dakota. yeah it was a little weird You've not got a lot of
2: room no, to do it I think that was it she You hit mean it. to tell
3: me like, you mean to tell me there is two rings and you decide I'm gonna do moves in the middle of it but it's the metal grating you're gonna hurt them more she she didn't hit a move at all
2: <laughs> no that's no offense she she got this runner. it didn't look the prettiest thing but no she took her down
3: it was Dakota doing a forward roll after just being like just end it essentially uh, Cora Jade is what 20 years old yeah. She is not legally allowed to drink in the U.S., but she's allowed to go to war, and Mm -hmm. that's what she's doing here tonight. She comes in—sorry, I think it's now Gigi who's getting beat up, um, and there's JC who's screaming. She comes out, she grabs a table and screams, just screaming, so much screaming, throws the table into the ring. Uh, Best person to do it tonight with the table yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Taz would have approved of this table, table application yeah uh, she brings this table in and then EO is in and she beats JC up and then starts doing the like EO Shirai bullet train knees but to everyone with trash can lids there's then a 619 to the back of JC's head which looked pretty cool they then set up JC on the table this is again the baby face is putting JC Jane on a table in the middle of the ring Cora Jade Climbs up to the top of the cage, jumps off, and does a swanton bomb through J.C. through the table. Damn! Looked really good, very impressive. But she definitely like looked like she landed on her shoulder, and starts to sell her shoulder, just like saying she's in a lot of pain you get the doctors looking, they're screaming at her like, Hey, are you okay? Are you okay? And she's, she's not moving, not getting up while other things now are continuing in the match. I, I thought they did this really well, actually, because, uh,
2: later on when you realize it, it's a work, they brought a bit more attention to it. But at this point it looked like they were trying to kind of shift her over to the doctors, like as if something was genuinely wrong, you know, and we're watching it going, Oh, I think she popped her shoulder out during that swanton." as it plays into the rest of the story it was just a selling I thought sold really well
3: here yeah because it looks like the doctors were legit talking to her like mm. yo Cora, are you okay and they go to open the door for her like to get her out of it or to check on her for her shoulder because it's almost she's acting as if it's been popped out Io Shirai who is on Cora's team goes over to the door slams it shut and says no no I'll do it grabs Cora's arm and shoulder, and then pops it back yeah. into place. <laughs> Doctor Io Shirai, DMD. <laughs> the the psychi- That's the new gimmick here in NXT. She. She's the chiropractor. Yeah, yeah. That's Dakota's move. <laughs> the chiropractor. Yeah. So Io Shirai, if you're wondering what Io Shirai's big spot in this match is, popping Cora Jade's arm back into place. Yeah. Fantastic.
2: Not seen it before. <laughs> no.
3: And I guess if you're
2: going to war, that's what you need to do. Come on, buddy. I yeah, got medic. you. Crack. Medic.
3: Put your Would arm pop- back in. Would you be able to do that if it was the game? You need to do it. You need to pop my shoulder I, back my in. My shoulder's popped out. Oh. I've
2: got, like, super hyper-flexible shoulders. Okay. Um, and sometimes they just completely weird come Weird flex.
3: Yeah. No, yeah, it is a weird <laughs> yeah, flex, yeah. legit. Uh, uh, no, painful. So she pops her arm back in. Uh, Cora still sells it like she's in pain. Like A lot of the rest of the match, she doesn't really do too much and kind of till the end. But... Um, Obviously, this is like a worked spot, but it was interesting. I've not quite seen this anywhere. It's kind of silly, but at the same time, I, I just love Io Shirai. So,
2: I I actually really liked it. I didn't think it was silly at all. Um, it it was something different that we don't normally see in these matches. And yeah. yeah, with it being the theme is war, it's I like Io. Like, come on, we've got to get through this. Right. Your shoulder's gone. Tough it up. Let's go. We'll <laughs> pop it back in.
3: <laughs> let's go. Your shoulder in so funny uh, Raquel is now in she comes down and she's got a fire extinguisher she's spraying people with it she's in the ring she puts Dakota Kai in a trash can and then swings her around hitting the other people and then throws her this was pretty cool too yeah putting her in the trash can yeah
2: we've seen D- didn't Dakota get locked in a locker or something like Raquel's like stuffed her and stuff before hasn't Yeah, not she yeah, yeah. was that Rhea
3: maybe <laughs> <laughs> She has been put in She's been put in before, something in a before. Locker <laughs> something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so she's <laughs> stuck in this trash can. It's crazy that she can fit in that thing. Raquel then um, gets everyone up top, of course, and sets up a Tower of Doom spot. You can't do War Games without that. There's a War Games chant, and this is when we get Mandy Rose. We well, got the moonsault from EO. Oh, do so we get yeah. a moonsault from... Oh, the the a trash, trash can. can With yeah, decoder yeah. in it. Again, it didn't look like it bent the trash at all. No,
2: I mean all of these spots where someone's in it, it's probably gonna hurt the person doing the move more. Yeah, than because it's
3: pointy and stuff. Yeah, I don't know what they're using. It's clearly not like something that's exactly going to hurt, hurt, but it's also probably not like actual tinfoil. So no. it's got to be a, some sort of in between. But yeah, it didn't bend there at all. It kind of maybe it's because there's not enough weight on some EO's of these people. I mean, we've seen it with tight spots with the women before, haven't we? Like yeah. EO is tiny. So is Dakota. Yeah. So maybe there's just not enough weight to to break it or bend it in certain ways. Um, This is where Mandy does come out, and it's like a whole thing of war. Getting the war pose off. Everyone's ready. When we get this odd moment where Cora Jade's like, fuck war, I'm hurt. I'm just chilling in the corner doing the raven spot. Road dog rumble spot. Yeah. (laughs) And Kaylee Ray has a kendo stick (laughs) and then turns around slowly and Cora's like, "No, what are you doing? Stop, Kaylee, stop! What are you doing?" And then C- Kaylee's like, "Yeah," about to swing it at her, but then turns around and then they all run and then she swings it at the other.
2: Yeah, what? this this made no sense. We've had no story on TV of there being tension between Cora Jade and Kaylee Ray. There's there's not been any. Will they get along? In this, uh, we we keep bringing it up, but we recently reviewed the 2001 survivor series alliance versus wwf where there's this whole is steve austin actually team wwf is he gonna screw him over and and there's all those teases who who's gonna screw who over that makes sense doing the tease i actually am on the other team and then turning and beating them up yeah but it was just taylor ray it's like this isn't part of the story why are you doing this it's not helping anyone it was weird, and
3: it, it didn't come across... It really fell flat, this Yeah, thing. yeah, it was kind of strange. Well, then, they're all beating each other up. There's more trash cans shots. There's then a rose trigger to some trash cans, which mm. Manny Rose has moved there, for a near fall on Cora Jade, who kicks out with her shoulder, and the crowd oh. chants bullshit, because she uses her bad shot. She just, uh, yeah, so she's... Cora's doing a lot of these
2: saves. She just uh, broke up one of the pins as well, um where like she's doing her bad arm as well but she's sacrificing herself (sighs) and now yeah
3: kicking out (laughs) of the rose trigger with a bad arm the bad shoulder yeah so there's just chaos everywhere there's then JC who some reason she's climbing up and it's Raquel who hits the chingona bomb while JC's like climbing up so it's even higher this slamming her down but in the process like she I think falls over and, and runs or no her and Mandy I think Run into each other after the fact. So, Jc's just laid out. Cora Jade goes on top. One, two, three. Cora Jade gets the win for her team at War Games. <laughs> Bad shoulder and all. Yeah. Hey, look. If this is all just a work, great acting chops, kid. Honestly, but a little like this match was just a little all over the place.
2: <laughs> yeah. They. There were some things I, I really liked about this match, and then it there were definite uh, I found the uh, the camera work in this match especially was a little all over the place, especially when we went to the match beyond where all eight competitors were in beyond. there. The match beyonds when it actually start. when the match starts right. when everyone's in there, um, there was definitely some spots missed and it just got a little confusing. Uh, the, that that Kaylee Ray stuff really didn't work for me at all. Uh, I did like the shoulder spot. I thought her selling was great, uh, especially right at the beginning. It got a little overacty at the end, um, with her getting the win. Um, and yeah, some fun spots. The Swanton was cool. Uh, EO's like just hot tag, if you will, when she entered the uh, the match it was really fun. Um, and but the, the babyface advantage thing doesn't work at all either. Yeah, it's me. a
3: little backwards. It definitely made the
2: the crowd boo. Yeah, the good guys but I I thought it was uh, I thought it was fun wouldn't say it was a great match but I didn't I didn't mind watching this at all I I quite enjoyed it
3: yeah yeah I I didn't necessarily hate this but it definitely had some stuff in it that made me kind of go oh boy but there was some good stuff in it too like we mentioned that Swanton off the top was pretty impressive Mm. Uh, also the EO spot again kind of weird but maybe it's not because we don't see it often but it was it was interesting. It had my it had our attention and we were definitely like focused in like is she hurt? Is she selling? And then EO trying to be the it's like almost like the I don't like you thing, but now it's I'm going to fix your arm. Yeah. It's weird, but I like I'm down. It's cool. But definite it's hard to do the camera work with two rings and two cages, but like totally missing. Like there was a spot Dakota setting up for like the roll of the dice onto like a chair or something mm. and like stops and then the cameraman turns and then quickly turns away and you could tell she was like Waiting, waiting, and then just like fuck's sake, and does it anyways, and didn't, they didn't catch it. So yeah. it's like, okay, what what's going on? But I'd say this was a messy match. But you're right, I didn't I didn't hate it. It was fun, but <laughs> kind of what I, kind of what I was expecting, to be honest, from this match.
2: I, I thought it could have been a lot worse. You thought someone's shoulder uh, was definitely getting yeah, popped out. I, I thought, and I was like, when that happened, you're going, yeah, well, this is why you don't have these two point others doing. <laughs> Right, doing right, a war right. games match but uh, I thought it's and and you don't know maybe the lack of experience is why perhaps these people don't know how to pull focus for spots you know in these big matches because surely yeah camera work needs to know where to look but they they need to whoever's producing it or whatever you need to see okay uh, they're doing the big spot now yeah. like Dakota and Cora they're doing the, be- the big spot I don't know but yeah it was one I'd say it's one of the weakest of the women's. It's probably the weakest women's war games matches we've had, but yeah. I didn't. I had fun with it. Did
3: you like it more than Blood and Guts? <laughs>
2: this, this is more memorable, I'd say. Yeah, I mean, there was a what, shoulder. Like pop. I can't. <laughs> I, You're sorry. sorry. I remember the Swanton off the top through the table. You're telling the me the Cora Jade's shoulder spot. What happened in Bun Guts? I know
3: that Sammy s- slipped or something. Sammy
2: I did some, like, dive from one ring to the other. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Whereas I can tell you spots from most other yeah, war yeah. games.
3: Interesting. I can tell you two from this one. It's funny, though. Uh, if you told me Toxic Attraction is in a war games match, and the only thing to pop out was Cora's shoulder. Behave. <laughs> <laughs> they, they went 31 minutes, 22 seconds. Yeah. I mean, it's... You've got every three minutes, long. isn't it? Yeah. It's a long match. Yeah. Well, Cora Jade gets the win, which means I think we have a challenger for Mandy Rose. I mean, she had so. she had a little bit of few. That's why she's in this. But now, I mean, you pinned someone. You deserve a shot in one way or another. But I think the right person won. Honestly, Cora Jade hasn't done much for me on NXT 2.0 lately. Mm. But seeing her here, both you did a crazy spot and you did some acting and you got the win. They're probably pushing you. Yeah, it seems so, that way. So good for her. Yeah, honestly, and tw- twenty years old,
2: and actually, that's it's. She's the youngest person ever to have done war games, right? And why not if she's already got that stat? Like,
3: give her something. Yeah. No, um, that's cool. like I can't. I can't tell you what I was doing at 20 years old. Yeah, not jumping off. I can't and... tell you what I'm doing at 32. <laughs> to be honest.
2: Oh, I did want to say I think it was the most impressive. Gigi's looked as well since. Sure. Yeah. Um, I thought her bit with, um, sorry, not Dakota. Who was it that started? She, Kaylee she a, Ray. Kaylee Ray. She had a really nice sequence with her, and I think she showed more than she's shown on on NXT.
3: Yeah, she has. She had. She did some cool moves. The German suplexes. Some cool like roundhouse kick stuff. Um, looking at uh, her Twitter, I saw someone in Twitch chat was mentioning she her makeup tonight, Gigi, was based on uh, Daphne.
0: Oh, so, okay. So uh, shout that out Daphne. Sense.
3: Yeah. Well, after War Games ends, they all celebrate. It cuts to first vignette of many tonight. The first one being one we've seen already a few times. Tiffany. Daddy's little princess. Tiffany Stratton. Daddy's girl. Mm-hmm. She's out Rodeo Drive, 90210. She's just shopping and living the best life coming soon yeah it's, it's all the stuff we've seen before i'm wondering if uh, they also just aired these because they're like hey maybe people will watch and want to see i think so. I, I mean
2: i think this probably makes more sense if you're not airing the commercials to to do this rather than you know loads of wwe shop or what's happening on on raw uh we know from doing our watch along there are a lot of people tuning into this who haven't watched any of 2.0 so far yeah so it's not a bad idea Uh, Showing
3: you Some of what's going on Look It's it's annoying When you're airing stuff That we've already seen A lot of Mm. the times But then They aired the Briggs And Jensen Steak promo (laughs) I'm so
2: glad Because so many more people Got to see this now This was the one Where I go you know, after the first time you showed this, you should probably learn not
0: <laughs> never show. play
3: this, this is ever
2: where you put again.
3: <laughs> Literally play an ad instead I, of this. We were howling. I get so much enjoyment out of this. It's so. <laughs> bad. What's fucked is we we're doing a watch along while watching this, and it aired this, and we both started popping. We knew it was the same one because it starts with the steak and stuff. We're like, is this a new one or is this the same one? They just played Tiffany's one. And it was the same, yeah. so it's probably just the same one. And you got in your chair and you knew all the words. <laughs> How many times have you we, We've seen it quite a few
2: times, to be honest. <laughs> it's our new Gargano Vialmus and Chill, is is Brooks and Jensen uh, eating steak.
3: <laughs> How do you like and your I, steak?
2: <laughs> My, dad. My dad always told me to leave the steak on the oven for a long time because I like mine perfectly medium rare. It's so. So funny. I'm, I'm glad more people... My dad didn't care that I got cook, pick, kicked off the football team. Fuck. He was just glad I didn't tarnish the
3: family name. And he's playing, what, horseshoes? The one guy's got the Freebird shirt on. Like, this is the funniest shit I've seen. This is terrible. This was one they originally aired this one week after the Kyle and Vaughn thing. So Kyle and Vaughn got off fucking scot free. Like Tuck and Ridley. They were they Yeah, were, we ain't gonna see that again. Yeah, they'll never no one will bug them about that. But now people are like, yo, did you see these guys cooking steaks? So <laughs> fucking funny. I can't this highlighted the show I was watching this again. Yeah, it was it was so good. Uh trust me, there's more of them. There's Boa We had Boa He says he's possessed Yeah we saw this one On Tuesday Yeah he's uh, May- Possessed he's by Mei Ying Possessed by Mei Ying Of course To get the vapes
2: out And they tell us The Shaman Will be revealed This Tuesday That's right The Shaman
3: It's gonna be Santa Claus Right Yeah Probably Should be Bret Hart Bret <laughs> You saw the video Around him Talking about pot <laughs> <laughs> It should be Bret i will smoke a joint With Bret Hart 4 out of 10 joint with Bret Hart Four out of ten, yeah. We go to Team Black and Gold, DIY, Pete Dunne, and LA Knight backstage. They're getting ready, and it's just kind of Johnny looking serious. And they mentioned that Johnny's going to start the match tonight.
2: Yeah, he says, uh, tonight is my first War Games match, and it might be my last.
3: Kind Ooh. of indicating perhaps moving Some on. Some things yeah. here. We go to our next match, NXT Tag Team Championship on the line. The Champions Imperium. Meaning Marcel Bartel and Fabian Eichner Going up against their challengers Von Wagner and Kyle O'Reilly Oh yeah They're out there The out there lads Yeah uh, Kyle doesn't even get his own music He gets Von's music Well yeah he's the, the bigger guy Right <laughs> he, There was though Von
2: Like Kyle's clearly been listening to Von Wagner's music They, they were probably having a little debate Somewhere in the woods Right With a, with a can of beer Heineken uh, Yeah some Heineken <laughs> And they're going, look, we we don't have time for both of us to have an entrance, so we've got to pick what music to do. It's definitely not Kyle's thing. And Kyle's pushing <laughs> for his, and Von's like, look, play it. And Kyle's, like, listening. It's like, listening. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And an air guitar? And then it's got the... <laughs> and he's
3: like, cool, Von, we're good. We'll take yours. He, he did air guitar. I can air tonight. guitar to yeah. it. That's all right. He did, he did. It's okay. In a few days, he'll be coming out to Red Dragon's team. We get Von Wagner, Kyle O'Reilly. Von, I... He's... Imperium look like statues. They mm. look like not real human. They look photoshopped. They're European male model underwear guys, but they're jacked. They're not wearing their jackets, Imperium jackets, but they're wearing really cool gear like with their flags on the side of like where they're from and yep. stuff. And Vaughn is wearing the same shit he was wearing on on Tuesday. The brown fucking yoga it, pants. Like, pretty much everyone on the show had, you know,
2: big fi- like and NXT TakeOver-style yeah. gear. Big fight gear. These, these tights are awful. It reminds me of the Shawn Michaels... Survivor Series. Survivor Series Poopy Elimination tights. Chamber. They're terrible. Yeah. And Kyle's weren't much better. Kyle had feet on like his knee feet pads. Feet on them. It, it like murky green and brown. Like the Ninja Turtle uh, Foot Clan. Yeah. Like, pads. we were debating. It's like, okay, well, if is Kyle staying? Is he going? If he's staying, probably going to win this thing see these two gears like no. no you
3: can't put the tiles on big, these two big bad Vaughn in yoga pants like what what's going on mm. here well, Imperium looked great, and this match is a bit of a banger. Kyle is in with Bartel early on, and they're going back and forth. There's a crazy spot where he transitions, moves into an armbar early on, but Bartel is scared; he gets out of it. There's then chops, and Imperium love to open palm chop. Yeah, it's sound yeah, great, very impressive. But Chyle is no stranger to the chops as well, who comes back. Eichner catches, I think, is it Vaughn at one point in the air for a fireman carry senton spot, which is crazy considering the size. Vaughn comes back though with power slams and gut wrench suplexes of his own. He does this backdrops thing on the apron while Kyle jumps off of it and hits a running knee to someone else on the other side. In the ring, Vaughn hits an angle slam for a near fall. There's then Kyle locking in a triangle. Um, Somehow he he gets out of it and then they put him upside down and hit a triangle drop kick where they both run at the same time and hit you with that upside down drop kick for a near fall. Eichner then is sent to the outside and it's, I think, Kyle who locks in some sort of heel hook now on Bartel and it looks as if he could he could tap but Eichner comes back with this springboard double rope jump moonsault. Yeah, we, this is what he
2: finishes with a lot of the time. We used to see him do this quite a lot, yeah. Looks great and to the, the timing of it, you saw on the replay... He's got Kyle's got this heel hook locked in, and then he looks just as Eichner's landing to try and let go to get
3: out of it and just get squashed. Uh, this looked awesome. Yeah, great timing as well. Onto Kyle to break up the move here. Um, there's then a guillotine to Eichner from Kyle, then after he, he got that broken up, he goes after him and puts him in a guillotine. Eichner is selling it like death. Eventually comes back to life. The ref the ref checks him. And then he fades and completely goes limp. And then all of a sudden comes back to life again. Lifts up Kyle while he's still in the triangle. Pure MMA experts say, don't ever do this. You'll hurt yourself. But Eichner does not care. Lifts him up and fucking power bombs him. This is nuts.
2: They've really been giving uh, Eichner these these power spots, these kind of featured moments. It reminds me of what they do with Cesaro. They always give Cesaro like this... like either a swing during the rumble or some kind of really impressive yeah. of strength. It's really good and it really works for him. And I think it's it's definitely, I feel Imperium are leaning way more baby face and way more fan friendly than they used to. And giving Ike kind of these spots, yeah. the crowd like love it. And it just looked so good. Yeah, how would you not cheer this, these guys? Yeah. They're doing really impressive stuff. They weren't stuff. doing anything heelish tonight, which no. is interesting. Yeah, it's true. Uh, and the other week, like with, was it
3: MSK you tapped them? And you were like, these guys seem like the baby faces head. now. Oh, they're foreigners? They're bad guys. <laughs> mm. uh, the match continues. There's, uh, like you said, there's like that that lift-up. Then there's like roll-ups and roll-ups again. There's boots to the face. There's then the high-low, which is hit. But the ref is distracted. And then when he turns around to finally count the pin, it's a kick-out. They weren't down enough for that. So Vaughn and Kyle are a little like, oh, we, we hit the move we were, said we were going to hit. But they got out of it what are we going to do so they're a little paranoid here Eichner does another double rope jump to the outside onto onto Vaughn here which is just crazy it was I think he got Irish whipped as well and it yeah. was. Like, he was like nope just jumps on this top rope Vaughn out. Vaughn was far yes yeah. so you could see Vaughn being like sorry almost because he, he caught him but like in the last nick of time there yeah crazy dive it looked like Eichner landed on his hand but again crazy spot from Fabian Eichner um, in the ring Kyle hits a snap brainbuster on Bartel for a two count then transitions that into an arm triangle and this is oh this is where Eichner lifts him up from this this triangle again this is where he played limp and everything because mm. he had it in him earlier but again Eichner's acting and, and selling here was fantastic the ref checks him and he comes back but then again he's like limp he lifts him up for the power bomb uh it's he, he walks backwards. Bartel tags him
2: Even in. the strength here, like being, being able to get him up. And we see this spot. like yeah. Roman does it all the time. The one-arm powerbomb. But then being able to realize your position in the ring, yeah. walk back
3: to allow Bartel to tag you. Really impressive. While you're still holding this guy. And then Bartel flies off the top with the uppercut. They hit the Imperium Bomb, the Euro Bomb. One, two, three. It's over. Imperium retain. Uh, I thought this match was, was really
2: good. Uh, this was my match of the night. This felt like a. This to me felt like a, a match worthy to be on a takeover. Mm. Uh, I think Imperium uh, are, they've seemed to got this new lease of life almost. I feel we've always known they're good and they've had good matches before, but I think the division's been kind of a bit shaky. So we kind of welcome some old blood, especially in this 2.0 era, yeah. to kind of hold down the fort. And being in there with Kyle, sure, I'd have liked Kyle in the. In the war games match later, but seeing Kyle go at it with Marcel, going at it with Eichner as well was a lot of fun. And I think uh, again Wagner more than held his own. I'm still not sold on him, and a lot is kind of down to the look for me. Um, but I think he has held his own during these tag
3: matches. He has. He does really cool moves. It definitely comes down to he looks so generic in yeah. these 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 tights. I guess because uh, he he looks fine. He, he if he wore maybe something a little flashier, he'd be fine. But um, I the think Bronze stands out, right? Like, yeah. his look and
2: everything. I'm sure it's got the Steinus thing, but it looks distinctive. Yeah.
3: Yeah, this guy can work. Don't don't get me wrong. I, I, I love this. Imperium, we've talked about for so long about how, like, they're amazing. And they're supposed to be in this this Imperium thing with Walter. I know there's potential of him coming to the States. He's looking jacked on social media. So if Walter comes back to team with these guys again they could be like a huge unit on the main roster yeah. like they're doing flashy great looking stuff so why aren't these guys like I, they're the champions here and that's great but it's they're finally getting to this spot but um, it comes. there's something after the match though that we need to talk about because we do. after the match the crowd here chant thank you Kyle and Vaughn and him are are like we'll get him next time and Vaughn's just like smiling. Vaughn's like
2: encouraging the chance yeah. as well like clapping, clapping him they're really doing the,
3: the yeah. send off moment for Kyle O'Reilly and then he Vaughn turns around runs at Kyle for a clothesline but Kyle oh. saw it coming ducks kicks the shit out of Vaughn and sends him out of there beats him up and he's like no he told him when they were joining his he says his like
2: I knew I'd never trust you and he says like you think this was important to me? This was important. Throws up the UE.
3: Undisputed era. And then
2: goes, suck it.
3: Damn.
2: Uh, I loved this. This was great. It's We never really see the babyface scout this yeah. turn. And I thought it was awesome. Kyle's had been turned on too many times. He knew it was coming. He smelt it. And again, this kind of felt like a a takeover worthy moment for me. Yeah. Uh, this felt a bit not that sounds ridiculous this felt like roddy joining thing this is von fucking wagner but you know what i mean it was a it was a cool moment that got a big reaction and kyle standing tall which is what we we want
3: on this show yeah yeah no um he told them when they were being friends like no i'd be on my own i know what you're gonna do and i don't want you to do that that keeps happening to me like fool me once shame on you fool me twice never get fooled never get fooled ashamed. again shout <laughs> <laughs> out George Bush yeah but like fuck like <laughs> it fits the storyline if Kyle were to get dummied here he would look like a dummy he would look stupid yeah because it's like dude, you knew this guy was going to do that to you so um, Kyle's, Kyle stands th- strong here so we could assume they're going to have a match well yeah sh- we might as well just, we might as well just talk about talk now it. yeah uh, later in the night Kyle O'Reilly cuts a promo Backstage, he's all fired up and says, like, oh, you thought you were going to take me out, huh? You thought you were going to do that, huh? Well, I wasn't in war games tonight, but I'm hungry for some steel. So leave the cage up Tuesday night. Vaughn versus Kyle inside a solid steel cage. Yeah. Will it be Kyle's send-off? I think so. I think mm. so, friend. Yeah. He's going to go hang out. He did the UE thing, right? Yeah. So, I mean, he's, he's, he's saying it's, it's more so Red Dragon. Well, they're the original three of UE as they well. They are. They over are. There. Yeah, there's um, a lot of people who are like, well, what about Roddy? What about Roddy? But they were a thing before Roddy. So hmm. also, I just want to see him...
2: And timing-wise, it would just be like it was in <laughs> NXT. Roddy just joins a little later. Yeah, why not? <laughs> he can go over there and be like, no, nah, I don't want to. This is true. To. Yeah,
3: that's true. They can true. just recreate the whole thing. <laughs> they can re- re- literally do the whole thing. Um,
2: I right, You know what I loved about this promo? Is right away, I was like where has this Kyle O'Reilly been so long? Yeah. Him sounding fired up, passionate about something like we saw in the Cole feud. Um, it's like, yeah, here's that guy that we thought this time last year was going to be NXT champion. Yeah. There's that guy again. Yeah. I, I would Not like, cool Kyle who yeah. wears jean vests and goes
3: hangs out in the woods with his mates. Like, no, this is what we want. I want to see the wrestling and he's one of the best at it. There's so much more out there. I see people being like, oh, they're just going to re do Undisputed Era it's like no it's like Kyle Danielson Kyle Gresham Kyle anybody else who's not wrestling in the WWE there's so many talented people out there that I want to see this guy team with I don't even want to see him team with Adam Cole and stuff stay away from Adam Cole if Mm -hmm. you want but it would make sense to bring him in that way Yeah. but teaming with a Bobby Fish teaming with Bobby Fish with Red Dragon get that theme music back Fuck yeah, man! There's so many matches. Yeah, you can there's, go to. there's
2: already a story there. There's so much storytelling. Where right. I do think the roster's bloated. Yeah. And it you do worry. I worry more about a Gargano, like at the moment, because yeah. he's my favorite. Yeah. Right. And you do look at AEW and say, "Well, we've we've introduced so many people," whereas a Kyle can just slot in. Like we saw an Adam Cole. It's like, well, we just slot you there. Right. Bobby Fish, we can slot you yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I see it being a bit more difficult mm-hmm. with Johnny. Uh, but yeah, I think I'm quite looking forward to this this cage match. I think it's going to uh, be a real test for, for Wagner, who's um, the only kind of singles we've seen have been squashes. So I think this it'll be great. Is a real test. I think it should be pretty good. Yeah. So, our, oh, our boy Kyle's job losing to Vaughn bon oh, on his way up. Oh, mail. yeah. Oh, of course. He got a job on the way up. Yeah. Sorry, Kyle, but you do. Um, yeah, and Kyle can go to li- the side. I'd like to see Vaughn get something from this. If, yeah. Like, this is the perfect time. You turn the heel, change your look, look different. Yeah. Um, do something dastardly to send Carl on his way out and get some steam moving forwards.
3: Yeah, one hundred percent. But I still, I thought this this match was pretty good. It reminded me of old, the old school takeover tag matches. Definitely it got into it, but it shows you how talented all four of these guys. Even Von, man, again, the wrestling is there for me. His wrestling's awesome. Mm. It's definitely coming down to a character or something along those lines. So a heel turn and a change definitely works but give me Kyle O'Reilly versus so many different wrestlers over there in the other world because yeah uh, I want to see it we go to more of these uh, vignettes on, we can go out we've seen them all haven't we well there's one that I definitely want to talk about oh oh god are we at that point already is it Giro no there was a second Jiro one Okay, we get Giro and Santos. We'll talk about it later because they air two Jiro ones. Okay. And one of them I've never seen before. Yeah. And I need to talk about it, but we'll talk about it in a little bit. What a tease. Um, <laughs> we get a reminder that I don't know and Offset did the theme, Shoot My Shot for War Games. Sounds cool. I like both those artists. We go to some hair games. Hair versus hair. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> don't call it a takeover. It's a hair versus hair match. Cameron Grimes versus Duke Hudson now I'm, I'm assuming that I'm going to go here and assume that most listeners don't watch NXT but listen to us week by week hello to the people who don't even listen to the TV stuff but just listen to the takeover reviews Duke Hudson just so we're all clear is a poker player
2: yeah and he told us tonight that poker and wrestling go hand in hand <laughs> who would have thought it <laughs> I never knew that no um but yeah you're a good poker player means you're a good wrestler uh Yeah, this feud has been um, odd, to say the least. The, The gimmick is death for Duke Hudson, I think. And I think he's pretty capable. I think he's pretty capable on the mic. I think he's pretty capable in the ring. And Cameron Grimes, we've seen make... What's the term? Turning chicken shit into chicken salad. Right. And I think this could have all been way, way worse than it was. But Grimes, once again, lifting terrible material and he's been a bit big match grimes for me when it's when it's come to these kind of takeover matches he has delivered so I came into this one thinking yeah the poker thing sucks but we might get a good match tonight and hair versus hair can be fun your
3: favorite match ever, Edge and Kurt, Edge Angle. Versus Kurt Angle. Yeah. Well this match starts off. The loser will be shaved bald. They even mentioned that if Grimes loses, they're gonna shave his beard too. Yeah. Which I think isn't fair. You should also shave Duke's beard. I think too. so, yeah. Eyebrows Both look like everything. Shave everything. Yeah. All your hair goes. Grimes and Duke, they start off here with back of punches and strikes. There's a series of roll-ups back and forth, some near falls to get the crowd hot early on. On the outside, Duke hits this belly-to-belly overhead throw, which looked pretty nice, and Grimes is selling it. Barely makes the 10 count. Imagine having to shave your hair because you couldn't make the The 10 count. count. That would be awful. Grimes runs the ropes. So does Duke, and and Grimes hits the collision course for a near fall. There's then a roll-up from Duke, but the ref notices that Duke Hudson's grabbing the, the rope, so he's like, ah, you can't do that. And it allows Grimes to get to his feet, super kick to the face, and then a crazy poison Rana... And then a cross body off the top for a near fall. Grimes is setting up for the the, the cave-in, but it's Duke who counters with the boss man slam, the winds of change. Wade Barrett's really mad that Grimes kicks out of it because it's a finish to him. Um, he picks up Grimes for a Razor's Edge powerbomb. It's because he wears the gold vest like Razor Ramon, I think. It was the gold trunks he had. He had this shitty... Black long. Oh, he didn't vest. even wear the gold vest today. No, yeah. Mello had his gold vest yeah, you on. Later. Yeah, he borrowed it. Yeah, yeah. Well, the razor's edge is countered into a roll up, and Grimes grabs a handful of tights here, gets the one, two, three, and wins the match. He's going to shave his head. Uh, I I'll, I'll guess I'll go into it. He, he goes to shave Duke's head because in one ring they got the, the barber's chair set up mm. with the, the thing and everything, and one ring they were fighting in. Duke realizes he lost and goes no And beats up Cameron Grimes And puts Grimes in the chair Oh no But Grimes fights back Plays possum for a second Beats him up Boots him in the head Hits him with a cave in It looks a nasty one He like landed on his neck Ouch The stomp there Puts him in the seat Gets the electric razor And starts shaving Duke's head He was giving him like a design Like a sick fade bro Like Suzuki or something here um, and as he's doing it, Duke wakes up and realizes that his hair's going missing. So he's got, like, the reverse mohawk, like Legion of Doom kind of thing. And he runs up and runs away all bald. I think not we're going to
2: see him playing with... Uh, we're not going to have the reveal for a while. He's okay. going to be in a hat. He's going to...
3: It's like CM Punk.
2: Yeah, kind of. That kind Vince of thing. Vince or something. Angle did it with the wrestling headgear with the wig. Yeah. I can see him doing that Vince kind of thing. Vince with the do-rag. Yeah. So... Um this, when it started, I thought, oh, this could be pretty good. I like how they went into it like a, a fight right away. Um, but then it very quickly became just a TV match for me. Um, yeah,
3: there were some cool spots, like I said, a poison Rana, some super kicks, and, and some cool looking stuff. But it didn't quite get a level of. There just made There was little, a lot of downtime. Yeah. Whereas we've seen where we've kind of gone into these
2: matches with like LA Knight and Cameron Grimes, and they keep getting like escalating and you go actually you've you're putting on a good match and I think the pacing's been better I felt yeah this the pace wasn't great for this and I like Grimes a lot I think he's really good and shows how good he is here uh, but this didn't really work for me and definitely didn't feel
3: like takeover worthy no it felt like TV for sure yeah Um. so he shaved part of his head so is he gonna sh- leave the hair like that no, or shave it we'll get it all off professionally yeah I hope so because imagine you had to like live with that for a few weeks if you're gonna have that storyline yeah <laughs> like the, the messed up hair like if you're bald no one's gonna care but if you like shave your head at different pieces people are gonna be like what's shave o-? half of it off people yeah. are gonna be like what's wrong with this guy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy looks weird uh so cameron grimes doesn't have to shave his head and yeah the poker maybe this is the last we see of this feud <laughs> probably not probably not no no probably not We go... This is when they advertise the January 4th, Tuesday special, New Year's Evil. The promo is cool. It's like a crowd cheering and someone in like like a cloak, like a hood, like a Jedi robe. Mm. And then it cuts slowly and then they take the robe off and it's Mandy, but like kind of like a devil Mandy. And she has... Her eyes all glowing red. It's like the dog in the beginning of Goosebumps. Like the yellow eyes. It's like... slash. Michael Jackson at the end of Thriller like Mm -hmm. looks back, the eyes... Yeah, New Year's Evil. And it shows clips of all the evil stuff we've seen, like Dexter and stuff.
2: So, probably, yeah, a lot of title matches. Um, yeah. Probably Mandy's defense there. And uh, I'd imagine Bron and Champa.
3: Yeah, probably we're, we're going with that. Bron Champa, Cora Mandy. Is that what we're doing? Do it. Book it. We go to our next match Roderick Strong versus Joe Gacy. The NXT Cruiserweight Championship is on the line. No Joe Gacy is not under 205 but it, they're making an exception and Joe Gacy claims he's going to win this title and make it an all inclusive championship meaning there's no there's no borders here there's no no gender no species it doesn't matter anyone can can fight for this title yeah. if he wins it in the world of Joe Gacy so Roddy comes out with Diamond Mind they're doing like a whole MMA camp entrance got the Creed Bros Niles, he's all walking. in their tracksuits. They like, got a
2: flag, haven't they?
3: Yeah, it's like MMA, UFC. It reminded me of Dodgeball almost when they come out with the snake mm. thing. Uh they're all ready. They're they're back in Roderick Strong here. Um this match, they get an intro, like it's a title match. So I did like the like the lights in the yep. intro and stuff. But the ref looks like he's like 13 oh, years yeah. old. Oh <laughs> yeah, this is the kid. Kid ref. Kid ref. A kid. <laughs> It's just a ref. Roddy's son's grown up fast. I don't know.
2: Like, this is this who it was.
3: It's just weird. This guy just really looked young. Really looked young. Yeah. Uh, Roddy beats down on Joe Gacy. He doesn't like all this woke shit, so he hits him with a backbreaker and another one. Um, he starts chopping him, and he doesn't like Joe Gacy's attire here. Obviously, wearing the the black dress dress shirt. shirt. So he rips it off with the buttons flying everywhere, and then starts to chop Joe Gacy, who's wearing a singlet underneath. Um, Roddy then beats him up, throws him around, hits another backbreaker. He goes for a superplex off the top rope for a near fall. He goes for the Gibson special, but I don't know what happened here. Gacy just didn't it didn't connect or something. It's the, the Gibson's like when you fireman carry into the knees. Oh the gut bust stuff. Yeah, it was weird. It was Gacy wasn't there at all for it, but uh, near fall there. We get uh, the stronghold, the Boston Crab from Roderick Strong. Gacy gets out of that and then applies a crossface to Roddy, kind of showing off, I can do some mission wrestling too. He kind of shocks Roddy here. Uh, he sends Roddy to the outside, and the Diamond Mine all circle him and they're like, they're fanning him, like, get up, Roddy. So Gacy runs the ropes and does a tope over the top rope onto all of them, taking them out. And then Gacy has a face to face with Ivy here. He's staring mm. at her. And it looks like they're about to go at it or something It's like,
2: we can fight too when I win this title Yeah,
3: we can fight But Gacy, his friend, Harland He shows up behind and just picks up Ivy Nile Just lifts her up in the air And Gacy starts, like, his his face His facial reactions are crazy He's like, stop, stop, put her down Put her down, put her down It's okay, put her down whatever it's, it's like uh, it's,
2: it's the, like Black Widow with
3: the Hulk right just calming Stop. calming him down look at me look at me. it's okay, it's okay. It's okay. and then he puts her down goes back in the ring hits this really nice looking powerbomb on Roderick Strong oh, yeah. for a near fall but Roddy gets back to his feet they go back for back blow for blow it's the end of heartache the suplex into the, the double knees from Roddy one two three the cruiserweight title is still not all inclusive <laughs> yeah, only for cruiserweights.
2: Yeah, um, I again, this felt like a TV match for me. Um, Rod, I love Roderick Strong, but his matches recently haven't been impressive to me. No, uh, and I, I kind of felt Joe Gacy actually stood out more than him tonight, doing some stuff that, for a guy his size, is pretty impressive. He definitely, I, I see a, a lot of. Con- Harrison's to Kevin Owens and I kind of do see it um, like with his style and look uh, but yeah Roddy just not really hitting it for me recently and um, I can't really see where you go from here because they've released like most of the division the cruiser waves. Um so I almost felt this could have been Gacy's night where we can just do some right off that fun title. stuff with it for a bit I like uh, I enjoyed the stuff with Holland I think we're gonna see more of that where Gacy. Like will let him off his leash sometimes to attack, uh, but the fact that he can harm this big, like I genuinely find this guy terrifying. So scary to look at. He's so big. Uh, so I do think it it's it's kind of goofy, but I, I do think it's working for me. His his kind of partnership with Harland, but yeah, this this match didn't really hit.
3: No, Gacy can definitely go. There's no debate. Yeah. It's just yeah, it didn't it didn't hit for me. It felt like a TV match. I also thought the kind of. The way the card was laid out
2: was wrong. I'd have put probably this after the women's match, then have the tag, like break up these two singles matches. Right, right. We had two singles matches back to back. That no one cared about. (laughs) Really, no one cared about. This was set up two weeks ago. It's just been a couple of backstage skits. It's not really, doesn't feel like a blood feud or anything. Um,
3: it, It felt throwaway. And having them back to back, I felt it really dragged the show. Yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't care for it as much. I love Roddy, but I don't know what we're doing with the cruiserweight title. If now there's no one for him to really mm. defend it, if they're even gonna keep it as a as a title, but um, I guess we'll see where it goes. I'm more interested in seeing Gacy and Harland where they go with this kind of thing. Like, are they gonna be a tag team? Are they gonna tag team who? MSK could they go after? I don't know because we have champs that are heels right now, so. But yeah, but still. I'd say MSK, Perhaps the shaman is Harland. The shaman's Tom. <laughs> the shaman's Joe Gacy, and they become woke. Oh, <laughs> sorry, we won't smoke weed. We won't. No, smoke people smoke weed. We don't. We won't. I don't know. What do they? What do they do? That's not. I guess I think They're pretty woke. They're pretty so, woke. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. They are. They can already join them. Yeah. yeah we're woke. We're with you. Yeah. Legalize it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> peace.
2: <laughs> the crowd, like people in the crowd, were joining in with the Casey. Casey had
3: a new music. New think, music. And yeah, yeah. We we're just doing all the peace signs new in the crowd. Oh you need to do like, this guy. I want CJ Parker to come back it's from Juice Robinson. Juce to join Robinson, the peace, yeah. the Peace Corps. Wade Barrett's their manager Wait, Wade loves
2: them like Wade's totally into to these guys Book It
3: the Woke Warriors Woke War Games Wade's
2: like yeah I woke never games. got to go for that title either
3: it's wrong yeah. it's wrong, <laughs> it's wrong. Why, why can't why can't a big guy go for the Cruiserweight title shame weight shaming damn I think it would have been more interesting if this guy won the title yeah <laughs> Joe Gacy our favorite wrestler and character uh, ever I love it Uh, I do miss his old music, though. I can't remember it. To be honest, it was nice. It was good. It all sounds the same. Hey, we're gonna go to some. Yeah, to my age, it all sounds the same. (laughs) (laughs) Devil's music. (laughs) We go to the vignette I wanted to talk about. It's Jiro, and I thought, huh? We already saw Jiro. What's going on with? We got more Jiro. Yeah. He's talking about how he he's jacket. He doesn't mention jacket time because Kushida's not there. But he's style strong. He's wearing his jacket. He takes his jacket off. He's in a his house. He's in his kitchen or something, and he's got his food, like, delivery, like, postmark. What are the- What's the food services out there? Skip the Dishes, we have Uber Eats, whatever. We- his food shows up. Yeah. And he's got three gallons of ice cream in front of him. <laughs> he's got two giant super slices of pizza. He's got all this food. A giant Slurpee. Oh, the Slurpee, yeah. Giant Slurpee here. And then music hits and then it's like fast forward and he's like eating all this food really, really fast. He's going like round one and he's just taking scoops (laughs) of ice cream (laughs) or shoving pizza in his mouth at the same time. He's just eating and then he burps and then he holds his stomach like, oh, oh, round two. And then he just starts eating all the food again. Again, scooping ice cream, eating the pizza, eating the second super slice, eating more of the... Drinking more of the Slurpee, just ridiculous. And then he's all smiling again. And then he holds his stomach and he, you hear like it like rumbling. And he's like, ooh, uh-oh. So, runs to the washroom. Yes, Jiro goes to the bathroom again. This is the second time Jiro's been in the bathroom on NXT in the past few weeks. He goes to the washroom, he goes into a stall. You see his pants go down to his ankles. And then you hear poop noises. Like just straight up. Like cartoon like poop fart. Think about when you're just spraying the bowl, Just going at it. Jiro's going to town. He then opens up the door to the stall and goes, shouldn't have had that second super slice. And then it's Jiro, NXT. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what the
2: fuck was this? I thought hey, I was You tripping. know what? I watched this and went, I can't wait for the match. Giro versus just like this made me so hyped for him as a wrestler (laughs) watching like what the fuck does this like what the fuck does poke have to do with wrestling what the fuck does okay this man is an idiot he eats too much pizza and ice cream he's like us after a night out when we get the munchies (laughs) like what uh, yeah bizarre like really on. bizarre it looks like he's
3: having the time of his life I think he, he's he tweeted this week saying like yo I am I'm having the best time of my <laughs> life I'm wrestling in WWE fuck off essentially is what he tweeted but like dude you're shaking a shit Like, what, what, <laughs> where does this lead to like what uh, well if you flush hopefully Montreal but I don't know <laughs> I don't know why this guy is taking a he shit was,
2: he was also like, he was really getting into it with the he was scooping the ice cream out with his hands
3: it's cold when you do that this was insane. I think I have I have more to say on this than anything else on the show. I hate the fact that this guy formed a tag team with Kushida in the in the pisser like weeks ago and now we have him going and just what do you what else do you do in the battle? A jacket
2: time over though cuz there was no mention of jacket. They didn't going. mention
3: it, but this looked like they could have filmed this like they're just airing these vignettes. This could have been one they never aired because they're like I bet we see this again on Tuesday. Fuck. If you didn't see this, you have to find it. I need Shiro to see it. Is there shit. like a
2: dot com exclusive where Someone comes out of the toilet next to him next and they're to him. mad and they, they want to fight. Who
3: does number two work for? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand why this guy keeps having to do this poo poo pee pee shit. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> so fucking weird.
2: This guy just takes. At the least shit. he's like. He was already a comedy wrestler, yeah. right? At least this
3: isn't like Tyler Riley doing this. Well, we're. <laughs> that's, that's what he turned down. Yeah. Instead, he got Vaughn. <laughs> Fuck. But, like, we're talking about Roddy not having opponents for the Cruiserweight division. And then we got this guy right here. But now he's taking, sh- taking a big shit in the bathroom Yeah. at War Games. Like, fuck, man. This is bad. This is so stupid. Yeah. Love it. Can't wait for more of it. I miss jacket time already. So Vince is going to love this
2: guy. Vince probably like, loves him already. Vince needs to just take him to Raw right now. Yeah. Play with Reginald and our truth They can all have shits in the toilet. <laughs> Reggie
3: can flip away. <laughs> on the top of the stalls. Yeah. Dana Brook's still twenty four seven champion. Jiro goes to take his shit, he leaves his jacket, and someone steals the jacket. So now the story is I need my jacket or something. That- he doesn't want the title, he just <laughs> is going after his jacket. <laughs> he wants his jacket back. <laughs> yeah. Guys, this was so bad I do not I c I I don't I can't fathom. Who who works on It's NXT developmental, these days? so they're like, Yeah, you gotta like you gotta be prepared for your poop. Everybody Poop poops, jokes. okay. Everybody poops, but like, fuck, this guy had to go. That's his gimmick now. Is he eats too much and takes massive? Shit. I relate. I do relate exactly.
2: That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, hey, I had to bomb hot sauce last <laughs> night. Like, yeah. I really
3: relate to this guy today. But but like, fuck, <laughs> bad, stupid, bad, 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 damn 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 what kind of ice cream was he eating too it was like green it wasn't green tea it was like this weird like he had had three I think he had like vanilla he had strawberry mint Neapolitan yeah you know it's Christmas season you know holiday season they got that peppermint ice cream out now okay shit's fire might make you shit like Jiro though maybe he's like lactose intolerant we've done pretty well not buying ice cream
2: recently we had a bad run in the summer where we would ate way too much ice yeah. cream. So and I kept on being like, right, I'm gonna finish this ice cream. So there's no more ice cream in the house. And then you come back and be like, David, there's a special at Rabor. I just got some ice cream. It's like fuck, man. I'm trying to trying to get healthy. I'm trying not
3: to eat ice cream.
2: Try yeah. not to yell. Should I get
3: three gallons of ice cream? Three tonight? gallons
2: of ice cream. Two super. What slices? do we get?
3: We get. We gotta get cherry. Cherry ice cream. I love cherry ice. My cream. My favorite ice cream is peanut butter chocolate. Like any iteration with peanut butter okay, and that, chocolate. Yeah. Cherry and then one other yeah uh, just choc- vanilla uh, sh- sure I don't know mix that all together yeah make make it and then we'll take massive shits and film it and yeah. our segments stew left over throw that in there as well <laughs> just Jiro taking shits Got some apples as well this is potty humor yeah this is childish We've officially talked about this now longer than the Roderick good match. <laughs> it's going to be in my brain longer than that match for the rest of my life. I'm going to remember when people say, did you watch NXT war games? Yeah, I watched Giro but take which, a shit. Which,
2: which year? 2021? Oh, yeah, that's the one with Giro. Cora Jade popping a shoulder out and Giro having a shit. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope he washes hands after. These, these days, everyone's washing their hands, but I'm just hoping, you know, don't go around t- shaking hands after. Just go straight back to the ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> That's not ice cream. <laughs> well, sorry we had to talk about poop jokes, but I didn't film I am that. not. <laughs> <laughs> who does... Who produces backstage at NXT? It feels like it's Pritchard these days. That I don't think it is. Kevin Dunn, Road Dogg, Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels is kicking himself laughing like, I yeah. took a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I do that. <laughs> uh. Damn. Well, let's go to the main event. War Games. Men's War Games match. Black and gold versus 2.0. All the stakes on the line. Not really, but it's for respect. It is the old guard versus the new guard. We get the new guys coming in here. We get We get Braun Breaker he comes in he's ready for war we got Carmelo Hayes we got fuck uh, who else is on this team Grayson Waller I always forget about Grayson Waller I don't know who he is he just looks like some guy and apparently people said he's he was on Survivor Australia
2: yeah I think that
3: he did mention on his promo when
2: he was kind of turning heel that uh Yeah, I just got this because I was on a reality TV show and walked in. Like, I didn't need to do hot dogs and hamburgers. Or hot dogs (laughs) and (laughs) and handshakes.
3: That's what Jiro does. Yeah. (laughs)
2: Um, But yeah, I didn't realize it was Survivor, so that's cool, I guess.
3: Well, uh, they all have like little bits of face paint. Like, Mello's got like an M for his, and they all got face paint, but. Tony D'Angelo is also on this team And Tony's face paint is the Italian flag yeah. On his face It's the only thing he did in this match <laughs> He gets he Didn't do much, yeah, it definitely stood out in this Also Trick Williams is With them like Ringside, but uh, Earlier in the night, Andre Chase on the pre-show Tried to offer his services, but they told him to fuck off Because so, they got Trick So Andre doesn't come out, thankfully But He should have He should have, yeah Trick is there, though, so that's fine. Well, this Team 2.0 is going up against Team Black and Gold. Tommaso Champa, the NXT champ. Johnny Gargano, DIY. Pete Dunne and L.A. Knight going up against Team 2.0. And it starts with Johnny Gargano. Well, we got to talk about a certain entrance. Oh, yeah. Because we called it. This Rebel part... Be yourself, can't be no one else. We all popped when we heard this. We knew it was coming.
2: Yeah, the old, uh, like, Titantron, the videos of the bomb with his, like, emoji face thing. Yeah. Uh, Classic, classic Johnny. This this was awesome, saving it for him having the last entrance. The crowd were the loudest they were all night, I think, for this. Yeah. And this felt like, as we kind of mentioned at the top, he didn't do the classic post-match goodbye at least not on on screen, uh, but this entrance felt like that, at least to NXT and
3: this uh not Cruiseweight Classic, this <laughs> CWC. Yeah, whatever they call Capital it. Capital Wrestling Yeah, Caesar. that's right. Yeah. yeah, Johnny Gargano getting a huge ovation here from this this crowd. The, the This music, this banger, it, it works with his character and everything. Yeah. It's weird though. It's like, uh, did they buy it for one night or did they buy it because he's going to be on SmackDown? It yeah. feels like as well just this is... The Johnny you're getting
2: tonight, this is classic, like twenty eighteen
3: right. Johnny Gargano. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean we gotta talk about his gear. Oh yeah. Because of course everyone's gonna be like, oh, what's this nerd dressing up as tonight? Well, he had some sweet gear. Johnny is always on point. He he post they posted the gear on now, I think like main event gear or something like that. But it's all different parts from different Johnny gear. All his takeover gears by the looks of it yeah parts of like the iron man the wolverine like all of it and then on the back using all the mixed colors it's almost like 2.0 colors very colorful because it's all the colors it says johnny takeover yeah so loved it crazy
2: looking gear he's someone that always puts a lot of work into his gear he he tweeted out uh on his instagram or something a day or two ago saying uh been wanting to do this for a while and i've had a great idea and it looks awesome and yeah this was Taking every single
3: piece of gear into one. This yeah. was great. Very impressive to do that. Like all the different colors and making everything look... And, and if you know the history, it's got a skyline of like different things and stuff. But Johnny Takeover. And Candace Socks, as you said. And the Candace Socks. That's right. So yeah, very, very, very looking, cool looking stuff. For Johnny to start this match with Carmelo Hayes, the North American champion. We wanted to see this one-on-one, and we're getting it here to start off the match. Rebel Heart, Johnny Gargano, the whole shebang, and Carmelo Hayes going up at it. They're having a great back and forth right away. They're going counter for counter, move for move. They're running the ropes. They're jumping around. Um, there's eventually a slingshot spear. They're fighting like through the the, the, the rings. Like they're fighting in one ring and then they go to the other yeah. ring and they're fighting. And then they're running through the ropes on the other and finally Johnny catches them with the slingshot spear, but looked awesome. Yeah, it, it's like the classic uh, sort of
2: classic wrestling drop down leapfrog stuff, right. but going from ring to ring as yeah. well and just at an extra pace. Uh, Johnny's always so good at these sequences and and Carmelo was keeping right up. Uh, this was really entertaining. To start yeah, this was
3: sweet. Uh, Carmelo, at one point, like, almost scales the cage, climbing it, and then Johnny jumps off the top and hits this like flipping, jumping, sunset flip powerbomb. It reminded me of Edge or Eddie Guerrero. looked looked really cool here. Just crushing Melo as... Johnny would
2: do these cool like kicks off the cage as well yeah. to get himself in position. Yeah, yeah little
3: things that this guy does, especially not being in this match. You know, he had so many ideas of what he wanted to do. In a match like this, we get our next entrant, Grayson Waller, who comes in. He eats a Rana from Johnny early on here, as Johnny's trying to take him out. As Melo starts to recoup from that sunset flip bomb, and then they start to beat down on Johnny. Gargetting Johnny Gargano getting the the heel heat that we kind of wanted earlier, like we we thought that was backwards in the women's match. Yeah. It's always the bad guys. Who, it works so much better like yeah, this numbers game here. So Johnny's getting the boots from both of these these newcomers. And this is when Petey Poppins, Peter Peter Dune, Pete Dunn comes in. He comes down and you know he he sees that there's lots of fingers in this ring. So he attacks all of them. There's break your fingers. Pete and Gargano are going balls to the wall He's here. Doing it like through the cage as well to yeah, Walla, like just putting his fingers so good. and attacking it. And then it's him putting a crossface on while Gargano's got the Gargano escape on the other guy and they're kicking the other guy while they're doing it yeah what the fuck this looked great um <laughs> it's crazy yeah this this was really cool
2: and this kind of started things off which we'd see get more and more later in the match it really felt like the veterans here we were, go- were like we're gonna rough you up a bit yeah it felt like old school wrestling mentality where you were in with the rookies all right rookie this is your main event you got your main event prepare to like eat a few things it's because they were rough like especially when Champa comes in later they
3: beat these guys up well it's funny you say that because Johnny's the first one to at least bleed in this match because I don't know if it was so much (laughs) because the vets are going to show the the new guys how to work and take some some rough shots and Mm. stuff because that's the way it goes but the it works the other way around where maybe these guys are green and might potato yeah the other guys like Grayson Waller who does a leg kick to Johnny and then it cuts to Johnny who's just bleeding all right over the place, place. Yeah. It's like fuck <laughs> Johnny bleeding a lot in this match uh, which is always adds some some intensifies everything you know um, Pete Dunn and Johnny are beating up these two guys when finally um, there's there is a cool spot from. Carmelo, who does like this like face buster, satellite face buster on Pete Dunne. And then Waller does like a roll through into the ring and stunners Pete, then rolls through the other ring, rolls through the ring again and hits a stunner on Gargano. It looked cool. It looked really cool. It's kind of silly that both guys would be waiting, but it still looked looked pretty cool. Wrestling.
1: Yeah. I,
2: anytime they're using the two rings I'm yeah. good. And I I've quite enjoyed... Raisin Waller in the matches I've seen so far he has a bit of a different style and is quite flashy and I thought worked uh, in this to kind of get himself across Uh, this this was probably the coolest stuff
3: he did yeah we get Tony D'Angelo he's gonna enter the match now and he's bringing kendo sticks he's got a table all right (laughs) this
2: was so weird because he comes out of his shark cage in the crowd on the perch walks down Hey, yo. says hello to trick on the outside hey, yo. opens the door walks in the door closes and then he turns around and is like oh shit trick i forgot all my weapons can you pass them in why didn't he just like we've seen like in all the other people that ran out they're like oh, i'm gonna grab this trash can and right. go in the ring why did he bother entering the ring he entered the ring had the door closed and it's like now let's awkwardly try and pass kendo sticks through
3: the the holes
2: of the fence Let's let's weird. see if we can outdo Andrade how hard it is to put a table in table the ring. Table
3: in the ring. Yeah, Trick and him were struggling a little bit. They,
2: they were like watching this for like the camera was focusing on D'Angelo and Trick just struggling with these weapons for way too long. Yeah. Before you see this table going in and the leg's already down, so it's getting <laughs> cool. It so again. they just it cut, cut away. to the other ring.
3: Yeah, like, Fuck <laughs> this. We're going. Johnny's down, just cut to him quickly, it's fine. Uh, this is when Trick is helping him, but Trick. Someone's under the ring and grabs him, and it reveals it's Dexter Loomis. He Ah. scares Trick Williams, runs away, and he looks at Johnny, and Johnny looks at him, and they put the thumbs up from Dexter, saving the day One last time. Yeah, maybe. Well, the match continues. Um, Tony D'Angelo does a bunch of stuff, just walking around. He's dressed like Bray Wyatt. Yeah, he, he really looked like Bray Wyatt here. Uh,
2: Italian Bray Wyatt. Yeah. It's like the, the baggy black pants with the white vest shirt. Yeah. White
3: wife beater. Um,
2: <laughs> yeah, I said this on NXT last week. It feels like you've got seven real people who are going for a fight and this cartoon character.
3: Hey, who, yo, gotta
2: go. uh. I, I think in hindsight, like. Joe Gacy even would have worked better in this role. Worked better? Woke <laughs> better. Uh, at least have been more exciting. All this dude did was walk around, stomp on someone, punch someone, stomp on someone again, sit down for a bit. He
3: didn't do much. He didn't do much he at all. He didn't do much. Uh, <laughs> so, LA Knight's the next to come in, but... Uh, Tony D'Angelo does come up with an idea which doesn't really make sense oh this is dumb as well Tony D'Angelo takes a padlock and chain and locks the cage and is like haha they won't be able to get in well you still have another guy on your team so yeah this only
2: really makes sense if uh, all of them are in once like yeah once Breaker is in you lock it so Champa can't get in and it's four on three yeah this this made zero sense and made even
3: less sense when it came up Later. Later. Okay, so he locks them all in, and he's like, ha-ha, you can't get in. So L.A. Knight's next to come out, so we can't open the door. So he scales the cage, he climbs like, it. There's no roof, guys. <laughs> there's no roof. So he climbs it. He has, L.A. Knight has a great hot spot here where he's beating up all guys. He's on fire. He's doing clotheslines to both of them. He's beating every power slams on, on one guy onto the other guy. It looked really impressive. He, he reminds me of, and I think it's because... He He's one of the
2: bigger guys in NXT. He's definitely not like... Not anymore. Gargano, Carmelo. No, in size. Right. He's pretty big, okay. I think. He reminds me of kind of The Rock with his hot tags. Like a bit more of an old school vibe, but has a lot of speed. Mm-hmm. And a lot, a lot more size than the others. Uh, LA Knight has become a real like favorite of mine recently. I think his, his promos are great. And he's actually working as a babyface really nicely. Because this... Hot tag, if you will,
3: uh, was was really nice. Yeah, he was he was doing a lot of cool stuff. This is when the good guys gained some advantage again. Pete Dunn grabs some kendo sticks. He starts beating everybody with these kendo sticks. Pete's putting a kendo stick in Carmelo's ear. I think Car- he saw Io Shirai was doing, mm. what, chiropractor stuff in the match earlier. So he's like, huh? Let me let me see how Melo's ear is doing. And Pete's just what- <laughs> sadistic. and yeah. I love it. Like his all his
2: submissions are just like, yeah, I'm just gonna poke you i'm going to hurt you just trying to get really hurt kendo st-
3: i don't think it kendo it's almost gonna like fit school bullying isn't it like how he cuz he's just pushing it in his head he was mean but it was funny we then get the last entrant from team 2.0 Braun breaker he comes down to the ring but he notices the door is still locked so he's trying to open it we see these referees got bolt cutters and they're trying to open it and he goes give it to me I'll do it So Braun Takes the bolt cutters The chain cutters And he starts Going at the chain With the padlock But he can't open it. He can't do it So he's standing around For quite a while Like Fuck He's getting antsy You almost see him like Want to give it back To the ref to, Like do it for me He eventually Does it not cut he away He cuts away, it cuts and away. Like, Oh and it's open Oh let me in there And he goes inside uh, This was so stupid this We've already explained
2: why the spot didn't make sense. And then you fumble this big spot where it's meant to make Bronn look really strong. But sorry, like, bolt cutters, their job is to break things like this. So I'm not... Even if you did cut this yeah. open, it's not... We've seen people rip the cage door off where it's like, fuck it. That's more impressive. Sure, yeah. it's cartoony, but it, it works. Yeah, yeah. Res, it really... It just made him look stupid. And you just seen La Knight, who's like, "I can't open the door. Cool, I'm gonna I'm climb over and beat everyone up and look cool as fuck." Yeah. He's like, "I ain't climbing." Uh, it was really a weird. shame.
3: It was almost like you wanted this for your your baby face spot to be where the guy comes and comes in and finally busts it open yeah. and gets in there. But it was so, so especially you cut away and then you cut back. Oh, he got it. He's back. Yeah. He's in. It's like, really? Come on. Yeah. I mean, his name is. Brawn breaker, not chain breaker, so he couldn't yeah he couldn't necessarily get in there. But damn, breaking them chains. braun finally gets in. He's beating everybody up. Uh, there's still one more person to be in the match, though, so it's not the match beyond quite yet. He throws Johnny onto one guy, onto Pete. Um, he's just wrecking everybody here with his moves. And then finally, Champa comes in. Champa with his white pants, his black and gold. Yeah, they're brand new. White, no, it was like multicolored. It he was had like multicolored. It was It was. He, he had uh, black and gold face paint is what yes, he had, yes. which looked cool for war. Champ is in now. He's beating people up. There was a ton of weapons that were thrown in the ring earlier, including a crutch, which Johnny mm. hands to him in a moment. They're like, oh, yeah. And then they start using it on other people. Uh, they start beating up everyone. DIY is doing a lot of their old school tag team moves, like the double drop kick kick enziguri thing in the corner knee strikes all that they go to do like a poetry and motion type move on braun but he uranagis johnny onto champa to counter it and then he's belly to bellying these guys just craziness they're setting up a table here but the spot gets broken up as La knight uh, sorry it's grayson waller on top of like the top rope he gets overhead belly to bellied off the top rope through a table from L.A. Knight. Yeah, it's the, the kind of Kurt Angle spot. The yeah. Scaling the ropes like a cat and just throwing him off. Looked awesome. In like the last second, yeah. Waller rotated. It was like he almost didn't the table hit. table was far, yeah. yeah he, he hit it, though. It looked great. This spot was awesome. Um, there's then a huge Tower of Doom spot, of course. L.A. Knight hit the... What's this move called? This, this was Tony D'Angelo, who's
2: been just walk around, stomp, Pick up a Kendo stick, put it down. These guys are setting up for the Tower of Doom and he's the one that walks over to slam it.
3: <laughs> Fuck. Oh his friends are up in there. It M- Mello was at the very Mellow took the brook. Yeah, of it. Oh, took, yeah. oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh what's what's great uh LA Knight's finisher? you called it the BLT, the BLT, and I was like, what's it called? Now I don't it's, know. <laughs> yeah, the BMT, BMC, BLT, he, BFT? the CBD, I don't know. He hits it on Mello, who sells it like crazy. Spikes him, yeah. yeah it, it looks awesome. awesome. There's a lot more trash cans now. There must have been a sale on trash cans tonight. Because so. first War Games match, let's use trash cans. Second War Games match, let's use trash more cans. More ca- trash cans. Didn't they see The Wrestler, the movie? When he goes no over... No one the shoulder, to Did he be work the leg? You're going to work the leg, brother? Oh, okay. You're going to use trash cans tonight? Yeah, a lot of them. Oh, okay, we will too. <laughs> what? No, what a weak weapon for wrestling. A trash can?
0: Yeah. I think
2: it's soft. Sorry. I, I always think it's a bit goofy, especially when they're putting on people's heads because it it's like you're protecting them. You're just yeah. whacking the metal. It's soft. The kendo stick to the body hurts way more than the, the tin can on your head.
3: Champa does set one up and then does a... Air raid crash on Braun off the like second or third rope onto the trash can. So, like, it does cut him up a little bit, but still. This one actually looked painful, yeah, because it was, uh, yeah, it cut him up. Uh, D'Angelo rises from the dead out of nowhere, out of the depths, and hits his sleep with the fisherman's buster. It's what we call it, but uh, he doesn't have a name for it. Three handed family credenza. What is it? (laughs) The, The spinning fisherman neck breaker for a near fall. Um, then he grabs a, a, a crowbar. He grabs an actual crowbar somewhere. And he starts going after Pete Dunne, who hits him with kendo sticks to fight him off. But it's no match for a crowbar. They're climbing the top rope. And he Tony grabs Pete Dunne's mouth, grabs the mouth guard that Pete Dunne uses, and goes to put it in his pocket. But his pockets were hanging out. So he just puts it in his pants. <laughs> and then takes the crowbar puts it in yeah, Pete that was gross yeah it was really gross it was wet <laughs> guys always put your pockets in like don't leave your pockets hanging out yeah the only people who leave their pockets hanging out is for someone else to it's hold prison, on to it. isn't yeah. it yeah <laughs> so he puts the crowbar in Pete Dunne's mouth and then off the top rope does a swinging neck breaker crowbar using the crowbar like around the neck yeah look pretty cool Pete Dunne must have been sweating. This looked... It it did look cool. Yeah. It looked like it killed him. He was out for the match here. But yeah, the one thing Tony D'Angelo did in this entire match did look cool. Yeah. But I did definitely was expecting a lot more from him. So we get that taking Pete Dunne out. We then get him taken out. There's a final beat and Willow's Bell simultaneously from DIY. They hit it right on the money. And then they go for the meet you in the middle on Carmelo. But um, on the last... Like, last 2.9, Carmelo... Sorry, it was on Braun. Carmelo pulls the ref. This shot was great. This... The tight camera angle
2: yeah. where the ref just disappears... Yeah. ...was, was really good. And Melo
3: is like... This ha- would have been the perfect finish, yeah. right? Mello's laughing and smiling like, Ah, I ruined it. I ruined your moment, Johnny. I ruined it. So they're pissed off. He low-blows Johnny, but Johnny kind of like is what? Is, is selling it but holds on to Melo? I thought... I thought they were... Because they were doing all these callbacks with, like, the crutch
2: and, yeah. and the DIY spots. I thought he was faking it and then was going to pull out the cup. Because he seems to then just no-sell it as he holds on to Melo. I right. thought the cup
3: would have been a nice... He low-blows him and Johnny, spot. like, holds him. And then Champa runs at Mello and knees him in the back of the head, but he falls on to Johnny. So they're, like... They roll away. Leaving Champa alone with Braun, who's now back up. And... Champa goes for the, I think the, the fairy tale ending on Carmelo actually, and in midair gets speared by Braun through a table set up in the corner. Champa is just in ruins. He gets picked up by Braun. The military press drop down into the power slam. One, two, three. Team NXT 2.0 get the win. Damn, damn. Yeah, I think this was to be expected And the right move
2: It's, it's clear we're going to another Champa Bron match, so it makes sense <laughs> Bron getting that uh, win over Champa. I enjoyed the match Not to the level of previous, um, previous War Games But I thought yeah. there was some good stuff I uh, kind of made my point about D'Angelo But I thought the other three <laughs> on, on 2.0 looked good um, yeah. And I thought LA Knight really impressed
3: And I loved all the DIY stuff so, so a fun match. Yeah, it was fun. It wasn't as good as some of the other ones, but I didn't necessarily hate this either. I felt I liked it better than the the women's one me earlier too. tonight. But it had, the finish was cool. The the fairy tale ending into the spear in the table, I thought it was timed really well. Yeah, everyone hit some cool spots. I again, I kind of feel like I, this is what I was expecting. Like I'm gonna get some cool stuff from the guys I know that can do cool stuff. But your Tony D'Angelo's I was expecting maybe they'll impress me cool a crowbar neckbreaker was nice but other than that you were walking he's not, around he's not at that no.
2: position yet and he was I think walking at, around at least Cora Jade who maybe not might not be too experienced to be in this kind of match right now they did something creative with with how are you keeping around the match well let's sell an injury you want to jump off the top, cool let's do it Like yeah. Cora Jade was way more memorable and managed to hide maybe what her uh, weaknesses are way more than D'Angelo who has hit it by just walking around and stomping
3: yeah I, I, I didn't hate this match in any means there was some silly stuff the brawn and the train the train that's the other brawn chain that's the other brawn <laughs> this is the brawn with the chain and I thought that was really silly like why even set that up it didn't make sense yeah like no really silly but I did like seeing some of the DIY stuff the reunion here with the, the, the double teams and the meet you in the middle And speaking of which Johnny Gargano nine minutes ago
2: tweeted hell of a run thank you all heart emoji hashtag Johnny Takeover damn with the with the picture of his the Johnny Takeover on his gear right uh, seeing all the symbols there
3: well cool. Johnny Gargano shout out DIY the crowd was super hot here after the match it's just 2.0 posing yeah as NXT t- War Games went off the air. But but yeah, overall, I, I, it was kind of a show I was expecting. Like, I knew nothing was really going to blow me away. And I kind of said earlier, I think this could have just been a TV special, but I, I didn't think it was a bad show. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it tonight. I the,
2: the two singles matches were definitely the low point for me. They didn't really do a whole lot. But I really enjoyed the tag match and... Uh, I thought that was like technically by far the best match on the show. Uh, I really enjoyed that and felt that was TakeOver worthy. And the, the two war games I had fun with. Um, disappointing. It, it does kind of feel like... It really feels like the end of an era now. Especially with Johnny TakeOver NXT for life. Johnny Gargano is no longer NXT. Um, but I, I enjoyed the evening and definitely... There is promise with some of these new people. Uh, Carmelo Hayes, I think, continues to impress me. Um, Grayson Waller is so unlikable. And that's a good... I think now having him as a heel is working for me because he's really unlikable, but does show some cool stuff in the ring. Um, Toxic attraction still not really hitting uh, completely. Um, But I I would still say the last... This is by no means... NXT black and gold takeover standard but from kind of some of the shit we've seen from 2.0 the last two episodes of TV in this it's at least a show where I can get some enjoyment out of it and some good wrestling out of it which I wasn't getting in those first month or so of this
3: yeah yeah this definitely felt like uh, aside your Johnny Gargano or your Kyle O'Reilly's leaving it definitely felt like this is the the end of this black and gold brand and it's braun breaker pinning champa which obviously i think means he's getting that title rematch that he's been talking about and new year's Evils happening in a few weeks so clearly that's the time to put the title on him i think this was the they took the nail in the coffin and they nailed it nailed it nailed it but when braun wins the title is when you can officially say nxt is dead and 2.0 is
2: alive being said of of the crop of people there and if if you're looking to if your aim is to develop people for the main roster who are big and under 30, I think Bron has a great look. He has a great, like, uh, obviously kind of family background. Uh, he can talk and he has been impressing me in the ring. So I, I don't think he's the wrong person to go with for this project. Um, and I think I, I saw someone say he had Steiner even written on his boots tonight. Oh, um, so, yeah, I think I do see Bron getting that title, but I'm not massively against it.
3: Sure, yeah. Uh, it, it's it's kind of like this bittersweet. It's like, obviously, we knew the 2.0. It just felt backwards because usually the good guys are the new crop, the new up-and-comers that you want to cheer for. Well, we all hate this 2.0 shit. Well, that's what speak for Yeah, right we one, were but.
2: saying, like, uh, before recording, if this was main roster and it was, like, Randy Orton, Triple H... Um, Brock Lesnar and LA Knight <laughs> and, and LA Knight and like John Cena taking on your like ricochets say you move up a Johnny Gargano uh, all these like younger guys of course we'd be rooting for the younger guys right. absolutely and yeah. then you go why are you just having these, these old dudes like kill him?"
3: whereas in NXT we're like oh come on come on oldies yeah yeah it was a little backwards 2.0 living they're, they're standing strong mm. it's, and the black and gold NXT is dead it's dead i tell you yeah it didn't hit like a takeover at all it felt like i was watching NXT 2.0 i liked 2.0 this week and uh, last week on NXT so it felt like that just maybe a little bit elevated oh it it was better it's better than the tv Uh, for me like it it still feels like it still feels like that like don't get me wrong I still hate the show (laughs) I still hate 2.0 I'd much rather go back to uh, the days of our takeovers but it didn't necessarily like didn't even piss me off the only thing that pissed me off is seeing Giro in the bathroom again so
2: yeah yeah. I mean there's uh, unfortunately these commercials have to be there but it's definitely taken my enjoyment out of the last two shows I can't stand it. uh, it I didn't notice it as strongly in previous Peacock like era pay per views, but yeah. the last two, it's just felt really bogged down, and it does ruin the enjoyment of the show because you do feel like you're watching TV yeah. rather than a pay per view where it's
3: go go go. We could be we would be out by now. Yeah, it's like yo, what the fuck? Why are you wasting so many people's time? Let's go to some feedback mm. to see what you guys thought of some war games. I'm going to read from the Facebook group, which you should all join up next group on Facebook. We'll let you in. Todd Estabrook writes in, glad to see they upgraded Core Jade's skateboard. Women's match was a bit sloppy, but Gigi was someone I noticed more than I had before. And Core's big spot was solid and sold really well. Eichner is a beast. Gacy just had that creepy charisma that I want to watch to see what the fuck he's going to do. Love the main event.
2: We go to Jordan who says, I've not watched the weekly show since the switch to 2.0 so I came into this show not knowing much about the new additions to NXT thought the women's war games match was fun and loved the Dr. EO spot cool Kyle put on a good match with Imperium but the big cast wannabe didn't do anything for me Grimes and Roddy's opponents uh, did not show me anything interesting in the ring the men's war game match was the best thing on the show Uh, Brick Breaker is the most interesting thing going in my opinion coming out of this show but nothing that happened tonight will bring me back on Tuesday see you guys at New Year's Eve.
3: yeah I can see that I see Richard Waterhouse has written, I missed the show. Did black and gold win and reverse the effects of the snap? <laughs> and is Tyler Rust back? Uh, I also see Dylan writes in. I'll read this one, too. It's a long one. Shout out to Peacock Ads for shielding me from the only shitty part of the show. Pun intended. That aside, what a fucking show that was. It wasn't a takeover, but it was absolutely, but it absolutely was a takeover. Okay. Women's war games was fun as hell, and Cory Jade sold the hell out of her shoulder until EO stopped the doctors. I was thinking she was legit hurt. Her picking up the win, fighting through the injury was a solid story for the match. Even the finish itself felt a bit mistimed. Even if, he says. Imperium and the out there boys was a solid match with a clever finish that made Kyle look strong in defeat. I was super confused as to why Kyle Kyle would dodge the beatdown from Wagner until the match was set up. Kyle Riley gets his send-off, and NXT will get a new monster heel in Von Wagner. Grimes and Hudson was some solid fun with a heel getting his comeuppance. Not exactly uh, one for the ages, but zero complaints. Roddy Gacy was fun and gritty. Kind of hoped Gacy would win to see where we go with the belt, but Roddy really couldn't afford the loss right now. I wonder who he will face next. The men's war games match was perfection, if you ask me. From a moment Rebel Heart started playing... Right up until the close of the show, I was smiling like a kid in a candy store. Big spots, storytelling, hot crowd. This match had it all and some. Whether, whether Johnny stays or goes, he'll likely be off TV for some next months with a kid due in the early months of 2022. So don't pour one out. Instead, pop the champagne for Johnny Wrestling. And he ends, if Johnny Bra- <laughs> if Braun Breaker had won the NXT title at Havoc, um, I would have been furious. If he wins at New Year's Evil, I'll be thrilled. He completely won me over. Kid is the future. NXT is dead. Long live...
2: 2.0 we go to frank who says rebel hearts easy thumbs up love the tag match women's war games was messy but fun and the main event was hellacious uh was a hellacious in invitation for 2.0 and felt like a true passing of the torch Bronnett is taking that title at new year's evil you have to believe Pour one out for beth you s- see you and the
3: shaman on tuesday the shaman. And f- and we have one here from MJ from NJ on the post forum. This was definitely better than Survivor Series. The men's match was oddly entertaining, see what the two point newbies would do uh, and attempt to do and how they'd handle such a match. I thought it met the standard of NXT on the network circa 2013-2016. That's a good thing. On the women's side, Cora was standout. She has spunk. Mandy also carries herself like a star and starting to help her proteges. The match was fine, very green. Miss Candace's leadership EO felt out of place. Maybe NXT USA got a bit too far over its ski tips. Compared to AEW, it was forced into this unnatural position of being a major brand squeezed into a studio production. Tonight reminded me of those OG network shows, and this felt like a high-end development brand show. I don't I don't know I warrants weekly with all non-wrestling segments, but if they can get back to decent storytelling and feud building, I think 2.0 can serve a purpose and put on a good network special. Predictions on the future... Kyle O'Reilly goes to All Elite ASAP Johnny takes time off and they have a baby wrestling and I think he's going to wait a bit to see what unfolds in wrestling while being on very good terms and I don't expect to see him anywhere for a while I think that would serve him best
2: on good terms with
3: WWE yeah. so he
2: thinks lets his contract run out kind of chill for a bit have, have a, a baby and maybe like what you got for
3: me what do you got you want me to be <laughs> who's manager done. yeah <laughs> And I see Jake wrote in, but it says, post deleted by author. Oh, no. So he wrote something and went, no, I can't, I can't read can't. this. <laughs> we can't read that. Well, we can read Magan's feedback.
2: Final okay. Feedback here. A strong show that was somewhat of a coming out party for the new crop of talent. The women's war games match put Cora Jade front and center, and she's become a baby face worth getting behind. EO playing doctor to pop Cora's shoulder back into place mid-match was amusing. The title match was surprisingly dope. Wagner held up his end well, and O'Reilly, Bartel, and Eichner, who came to work tonight, the men's war game match was a love letter to the rebel heart as Johnny Takeover put on a hell of a swan song. I had serious feels when I heard that favorite song. Whatever happens with Carl and Johnny next, I thank them profusely for everything.
3: Yeah, us too. We love our Johnny wrestling we here do. and our Kyle O'Reilly, guys. That was War Games. We kind of all seen. We we thought it was an, uh, the best thing. Two is definitely done. I think. Yeah since this rebrand so so good for them they're on a bit of an up and I think some promo towards New Year's Evil will be, be good too the lineup should be good it's good I like them announcing the special right away having something to build to
2: really helps and yeah. not necessarily having network specials all the time but just having a, a big Wednesday sorry a big Tuesday to, to build to definitely helps the show for the
3: better Yeah. Uh, Well, we'll be back on Tuesday to talk all about it. On this very free feed, we do Up Next every Tuesday night. We record it live on Twitch and then upload it. We do the same thing on Wednesday nights for BDE Elite. We talk about AEW Dynamite. Maybe we'll be talking about Kyle O'Reilly at Winter is Coming. Possibly. Maybe. Maybe. Could be. We'll do all that as well. If you want to hear more from us, guys, $5 a month, North American tier, patreon.com slash next. You get all the retro NXT reviews. We're in the middle of 2013 right now. Mm -hmm. Just recorded the show last week. We got movie reviews. We're doing The Warriors come out to play. That just came out this past weekend. We got best match ever shows where we go back and look at all sorts of stuff. Like we just had Way On for best match ever SmackDown 6 or stuff like that. We do retro pay-per-view reviews. This week, we're feeling festive. So we're doing In Your House 5 season's beatings. And nothing screams
2: holiday season like a, a hog pen match. An yeah. Arkansas hog
3: pen match. So, yeah, looking forward to talking all about that one, a show I've not seen before. And uh, go check us out because it's only five bucks. and we get You get access to all the shows that are coming out this month, but everything in the back catalog. So all the past shows that we promoted for the Patreon are on there. That's almost 400 shows. And this month we got our Jack Frost Week. We got our Lost Boys up yours pick with our our boy Jamie, I think. Mm -hmm. And then we got more was next, but we also are reviewing Home Alone, the original, with John Pollock from Post Wrestling.
2: Yes, we are uh, really excited for that one, feeling super festive. And two more episodes left of the sesh. (laughs) Um, Yeah, apparently tonight had to miss succession tonight for war games damn but i'll be talking all about it on friday with brandon thurston nice from wrestlemonomics and new addition to the post wrestling family
3: all right so two more super excited about that that'll be on the Patreon for all patrons we don't have friends we have family yes now nah, you can be our friends too friends are our family guys we appreciate you listening to us check us out on the socials at up next podcast I myself, Brayden Harrington, you can find me at The Bray D. And you can find me at Davey Portman. Take care, goodbye, be safe, and this rebel heart, this
1: rebel heart. Ahoy!